This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Content Creator's Guide. This is a place where we expand our knowledge on what it takes to be successful in an ever-expanding world of content creation. Join me as I sit down with individuals sharing their success stories and tips that help them get over the hurdles they faced on their journey to creation success. All right, let's create. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Content Creator's Guide. I will be your host, Patrick Conway, also known in other circles as Jaxus. Today we'll be talking to, well, this man is a piece of Americana, at least as far as I'm concerned. Starting out as a performer in his college years, he has performed in places all over the United States, from Buffalo, New York, to like Myrtle Beach. Working in establishments like Rum Runners and Crocodile Rocks, he has been a staple for the past, what, decade at Bobby McKee's. I make sure I say that correctly. I keep wanting you to say it. McGee. <laughs> he has only been on Twitch for two years and has amassed a following over 8,000 followers. Please welcome my guest, the human jukebox, Danny Kay. What's up, Jaxis? Hello, how you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing well. Doing That's well. Good. I tend to try to get right into the things here. So I'm going to ask you your first question is now, mind you, you've been a musician most of your life and you've only started on the Twitch thing two years. So uh, what first got you inspired into wanting to be a content creator or a live streamer? Well, I, I I'd call it less inspiration and more uh, desperation. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I, I, I would, I was, was doing great. I've, I've, you know, been a doing piano player for years and, and, uh, club I was working at was, was, you know, cruising and great team. And then COVID hit and I had nowhere to play. You know, it was, uh, went, I went from, you know, making really good money traveling, you know, from where I lived in North Carolina, it was about a six hour drive three times a month would go up there, play for three or four days and then drive back. Suddenly I, I couldn't do that anymore. There was nowhere for me to gig. Uh, and nor was there any real, like, I, I have my reputation. Like, if I was to lose a gig, I, I'm pretty, I would be able to get another one because of all the people I know. And uh, you built and you know, established I'll, some relationships. Yeah. But none of, uh, there were no places to work. Right. Um, nor at the, be at the very, very beginning it was okay. Well, you know, let's get through this couple of weeks or this month. But very quickly, it was easy to look out, at least for me, it was easy to look out at my future and say, I have no guarantees that I'm going to have a place to play anytime soon. And 
I didn't. It's um, like, what do you do now? Right. 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 So, you know, the first thing you do is you go where, you know, where the low hanging fruit is, where the easy followers are. And I, I had a small, uh, like, uh, about, a, I don't know, the 1200 followers on, on like Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, that was also, you know, uh, bolstered by, uh, some live streams, uh, from my club too. So I was doing live streaming on Facebook, but quickly I realized that it, it was not, it was not built to do that. It wasn't um, the right medium for it, right? It wasn't, there was no avenue for organic growth. Um, like Twitch, there was no, uh, discoverability and, and there wasn't a real audience looking for what I was trying to do. And that was to, you know, be more of a, a longer form entertainment thing, not just like a, uh, them to run in and get their song right now and then leave immediately, you know, for whatever, like, and also they, uh, the Facebook audience doesn't chat with each other very much like twitch right. is a community mm -hmm. and uh everybody you know talks with one another and about the show and, and about things and facebook i found it it felt like being in a room of people who were all just yelling songs at me to play <laughs> yeah, like they do this they didn't yeah. interact with one another at all yeah no it, it, not with one another not with me other than telling me what to play, it just, you know, uh, it, it was a nightmare. Uh, I had my wife helping me out. I had a, I had, in order to take all the requests off the, off the um, uh, chat in Facebook, she would be on a whole nother computer in the room, which I would have a monitor like next to my keyboard that had a, a, a mirrored uh, spreadsheet. And she would like type the name in of the person, then type the song they wanted to, and I would see it on the spreadsheet, and that's how I would kind of keep them, you Ooh. know, together. There was no, uh, there was no, you know, bots in the chat or anything, you know, built. No moderation built. of any kind. Right? No, no, nothing built for it. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I did live streams on Facebook for about a month and a half, and at first, the first couple, uh weeks like i was like oh i could totally do this for a job like uh, like people are i was making crazy money mm -hmm. but then like week one i was making okay money and week two i was making nothing because all at once people realized oh this isn't just a blip we're all screwed and like i need to be saving my money and uh, and it, it, the, the well it dried all, up. All dried up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, so, what was the hardest hurdle you had getting started past? Like, so once you were into this, and then you started to get into like your Twitch element, what was the hardest hurdle you had getting started there? And how did you overcome that? Like coming from from Facebook uh, to Twitch. It's really hard to pinpoint any one thing because I think what people uh i think one of the main misconceptions that the average person has about most content creators is that um 
and and some and some scope is why like my scope is really really wide especially mm-hmm. with how complicated i make this but i think as a content creator you have to learn so many different uh like avenues rather than just being good at this one thing you have to like uh you know you have to learn the ins and outs of social media you have to learn you know basics uh, uh broadening your horizons uh, uh, photography Mm -hmm. you have to learn i like i had to learn uh hell just basic computing and then managing software managing obs um uh, i mean i think that early on that was the biggest thing was doing more than just being like okay i've got a camera connected and i'm live and remembering to look into the camera <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny. Even even that even that too is uh, yeah is is tough because uh, because of how much, especially here, that I'm even trying to concentrate on. Uh, I've got yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six screens, and there's a lot of people who see all these screens and they're like, oh, that's you know that's ridiculous. And I'm like, I still don't have enough information. Like I still have to <laughs> I still have to switch windows on these things to know what the heck is going on sometimes yeah, yeah um but uh but yeah for sure all those all those things like um but i i'd say learning learning uh i i was never like i was decent with computers i just did not use them much mm-hmm. i really i was a live performer um i didn't ever use backing tracks or uh i had a very very simple a uh, one track two button looper that looped uh my um uh like I would beatbox mm-hmm. and then and then stop and then just have that simple beatbox loop play that's it yeah, um like and uh yeah exactly <laughs> so that that you know I was doing like a rap song I'd, I'd, yeah. you know, use that um but so that was that was really it everything else like and i knew live sound uh but it was getting all that to translate uh to o- obs and starting to use scenes and learning how to uh work with uh browser sources and and widgets and uh uh a, a you know apis and and twitch integrations and all that stuff that uh you know really made my head Head yeah, swim at first. Trying to figure out the overlays and things like they have through Twitch itself and then getting uh, OBS and Twitch to communicate to each other properly. That was, you know, at the beginning, it was not as easy to do as it is now. You know, now you yeah. can just click and have them kind of link together. Once they link, then you're good. Right. Yeah. Um, so doing what you do is a little bit different than like my most of my other content creators because music is so reliant on the sound and things around it what would you recommend for a new youtuber that's a musician of course um in regards of mic and sound quality what what like what do you think would be the best for like for instance the microphones that you use well um to be totally honest i haven't i haven't used many different microphones like uh, the one that i use uh the most here is this sm sm7b uh, which is a pretty tried and true uh, studio uh, dynamic microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a uh, really uh, versatile. So it's a um, Shure mic. Uh, yeah, it's a Shure SM7B. Uh, 
Yeah, I've got um, the MV7 here. It's got uh-huh. the, it's got the um, XLR connection, and then I use utilize the USB because I do podcasts. I don't have to worry about it as much. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's something to be said. It, it's also uh, all dependent on how techy you want to get. Um, um, you know, like if you are gonna run uh, a lot of different audio inputs, uh, if you're going to run, uh, like you're you're going to need a bigger a bigger interface with, you know, uh, many actual inputs. You could get a really nice, uh, you know, uh, USB microphone uh, and run all your instruments on MIDI and never need inputs on your interface because you're not running any real audio. Um, so it's it's truly dependent on on uh, you know what how how high you're aiming, what you want to grow into. Mm-hmm. I uh, I've been happy with. A bunch of purchases that I've made, where it, and this is this is prefaced by like, <laughs> don't go out and buy. You know, it, it's not if you buy it, they will come. Like that's it, <laughs> no. you, you don't need <laughs> to buy. You know, the best stuff. Chances are, like, if it, it, that you can make, you know, what you have work, as I did early on. Like, I had music equipment, I had an audio interface, and I was able to make it work for what I had. Right. But if you're seeing growth and you and you want to continue to grow, I've made a few purchases uh, that have allowed me to grow around them. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's two hundred dollar difference between my microphone and yours. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a simple comparison right there. Is that these are the same company, and this is two different models, and this one right here is like two hundred nineteen. That one's like four fifty. Yeah, uh, it's like it's like a four hundred dollar mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, there's um, definite differences. Yeah, but like, for example, the uh, the first audio interface that I ended up buying past i i had a really simple two channel focus right which for many people if you're doing very simple like audio setup the focus rights are great they're really simple plug and play they're well supported um if you uh if you have it uh you know set up right there you can um they're versatile uh but uh i bought this audio fuse uh studio it's a um arturia interface um that was like as my base interface uh it had four mic inputs on the front four uh uh instrument inputs on the back and then uh it allowed me to buy then when i when i wanted to expand when i started having guests here when i wanted to have more instruments plugged in um the uh arturia 8 pre which is a, another whole eight inputs but it's like a a rack hub it's It's a rack mount unit that i can put elsewhere so yeah they talk you know they talk to each other uh Mm -hmm. well um and i knew that that was available that you know the more i wanted to expand i could add more of those at any time and make it a slave and it would work uh, no so it was all xlr to xlr connections or 
Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, there are many XLR uh, connections in here, too. Uh, but there's... Uh, I'm, I'm running uh, a coaxial uh, spitif uh, between between the two for the bridge, which is basically like a, a uh, uh, looks like a hyped up RCA cable. Uh -huh. um, uh, then uh, there's uh, I'm running you know a lot of instrument cables for for some of my uh, actual uh, like my guitars and uh, regular uh, instruments like that. Um, I've got. Uh, a couple optical cables that are uh that are running the uh um the uh the adat from uh that they're allowing those two uh units to communicate uh okay so yeah it's gotten it's gotten intense <laughs> it sounds like it yeah it just and it, and it just keeps getting more intense and don't worry folks i will end up putting probably some additional video probably explaining and showing some of these cables to you guys so you know what you're looking at and then uh i'll input that into the video later but that that way, some people because some people yeah. don't even know what an RCA jack is. So, oh, yeah, for sure, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Lord knows, I I mean, like it, that's been the name of the game for me too. It's just like uh, every every day, every uh, time I'm uh, uh, adding something or you know uh, running into a new problem and reading something that I'm just like I have no idea what that what that means and then having to go research it you know and and, and look up stuff so as it's it's cool when you asked me to do, to do this it was interesting uh uh to me because i think th there are especially for musicians there's a lack of resources uh to find uh, when to? you're coming at it from <laughs> from my side mm -hmm. from someone who's been a live performer like i think a lot of people on twitch are uh, completely novice entertainers. I, I, but, I totally agree, but they're very talented, but they had no medium. You know, uh, they had well, nowhere to go until now. Well, yeah, they, but there were just no experience. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I mean, they're young uh, or, you know, or they're doing it on the side, you know, it's something that, that they were, and, uh, or they're coming at it from, you know, a, you know, they have a, a gaming background as most Twitch streamers do. It's, mm -hmm. it's, yeah. You know, it's through the games and and tech, uh, then it's developing the you know the entertainment side of it. Yeah. I was the reverse. I spent twenty years learning how to entertain, but uh, didn't do anything. You know, learning how to to you know focus a a, a camera correctly or you know run a a, a live stream. Yeah. It, your experience came from actual dealing with actual racks in the system, you know, on stage and, you know, mixing boards that are, you know, like the one that's right there to your left there, you know, yeah. th those, those things right there are like a whole new world to somebody that's from the gaming Twitch world. They don't realize oh, how, what that is and how those work. Is this what you were talking about? Yeah. Your, your, your rack there that changes your levels and everything. Yeah. And what's crazy is that, that so the this because ableton for me i i um at first i was doing i don't have the unit in here um but it, like i first realized i was uh alone normally do so dueling pianos is always you and at least one other player if not like right. several so you like alternate so you always have a partner uh, musically, comedically, uh, to bounce stuff off of. Suddenly, I'm live streaming. I'm solo. 
<laughs> yeah. uh, how do I how do I fill in my head what is space like uh, you know I I know a lot of entertainers and and streamers are just you know I sing I play piano that's it like I just accompany myself what you hear is what you get um, and. That's and folks. That's he does great. way more than just play piano. By the way, that drum set's not just for looks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and that like that was uh, uh, yeah. Like so, like I said, I had beatboxed a lot and used used mm-hmm. that simple looper there. Well, I first started with a Boss two channel looper. That was my solution. I was gonna. Th- this is how I was gonna play with myself. I could I could actually lay loops down and then play over the top of them. Mm-hmm. Found out, or, you know, figured out. Well, there's intricacies of that. That, like, when you're lose, using a looper and you're feeding everything into it, just simply straight, like, uh, you know, your keyboard straight into the looper, your mic straight into the looper, and then one output from the looper. If you're recording, you're going to record everything you're putting into that looper at that time. So, let's say I wanted to record just my vocals but not my keys, but I wanted to record them while I was playing my keys. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that with just one looper. Uh, at least it, it, not as far as I had figured out uh, right, right. yet. Um, so I got another another looper and I had them actually uh, linked together uh, by like MIDI time clock. So one was a slave, one was a master, and I recorded my microphone on one and my piano on the other. Um, but with the slave-master relationship, there was uh, um, things that made that difficult because uh, if, I, as, if I wanted to start this loop and not this loop, I couldn't because every time I – the if, if this was the master, it would send a master time code over to that, and it would start that loop. So I would have to, like, if I wanted to play – uh, just my piano and not the vocal that I recorded. I'd have to like play and then stop that really quick. So <laughs> it, it, like every every time, and I had to know that that's what was going to happen. And uh, so after using that for a while, you know, because it was all like, what can I afford? Right. It was like, oh, okay, definitely. I can afford one looper, and then like I saved up, and okay, I, I can get these two now. I think that's worth it for me. It's going to provide enough, you know. Uh, 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 more to the stream. Well, instead then, of slapping and going, you can kind of blend in. Just like I used to use, uh, like like an old DJ style when we had the turntables. Yeah, you'd have that one switcher in the middle. You can slide it over, and it would gradually yeah. bring it over. Yeah, yeah, that's the AB. Yeah. Um, but uh, I have a so w- w- then I then I got a a single looper that was like five tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ran all of my audio to the computer and then back out to the looper so that that way I could decide if and when I did not want to send the piano back to the looper and I could just record my vocals so -hmm. that then finally I could play while I was singing without recording the piano unless I wanted to. And then I'd hit this other MIDI map button and then suddenly now my audio would route route it back through it, but then with that, I I was experiencing just this little bit of latency because it was getting it was analog signal going to my computer converted digitally, 
then coming, then converting digitally to uh, analog back out to my looper and then back out from my looper uh, analog to digital again uh and all those conversions you know even if it it's takes just, a milliseconds yeah but it's, yeah it shows yeah I got it you. really shows and it made it made like it made drumming along to a click track almost impossible uh, or any <laughs> sort of metronome and and if there's if you're making a loop and at the end of it it's just like you know there's this catch then that happens every time that loop is over for the whole song and uh it, it is not pleasurable to listen to that, no that. so it's like stopping and starting a tape over and over constantly again. you know my whole time um so and I fought with that for a long time until I finally uh, took the jump and said, I'm going to record, uh, I'm going to do my looping through Ableton, um, and which is a extremely like powerful piece of software. Uh, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a DAW, a digital audio workstation. Um, but unlike uh, most, um, a lot of po- actually a lot of podcasters actually use Ableton too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They uh, they don't use it for the same obvious you know reasons that you do, but like the the, the mixing and the tracking and stuff. Yeah, there's a few people that use the Ableton. Yeah. No, I believe it, and and it works just like any other DAW, mm-hmm. except for there's two separate views. the The clip view um, is what. Uh, I, I you use for uh, looping and uh, live performance, uh, whereas like normally uh, for any other DAW, you'd see the tracks you know laid out on the side of the screen. You would see the waveform or the MIDI map you know scrolling out you know mm-hmm. to the side of them like that. With clip uh, view, you're seeing a uh, a grid. And actually, you know, that's what when you pointed when you pointed this out, like uh, this is a, a mini uh, APC mini controller designed specifically for Ableton. Mm-hmm. And if this is my vocal track, then these are all the different recordings that I have or am making of of a vocal loop. Um, that one's huge, actually, because we uh, we we use ones that are more like the one to your left there by the um, drum kit. We use that for like sound effects and stuff during shows, like that what, applause and the claps. Yeah, 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 certainly. And this is this can do the same the same thing. Uh, you can you know this is a, a innovation launch key. Um, it actually has like there I'm. If it's, if I'm on session, it's just like uh, just like this APC mini. Um, and uh, recording tracks, mm-hmm. then I can also there's there's you know finger drums that I can set up as uh, uh you know for whatever Create sounds your own little like hi hats or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. Um, I can even play there's that's actually a keyboard uh, layout um, and that is I, so cool there's also <laughs> a user where I can set up. Uh, I can map whatever I want to to those uh and a lot of this equipment is surprisingly affordable. The yeah, these controllers are not bad. Like I think this APC mini was a hundred bucks. I believe I bought that used. Um I bought this used. Um 
the um pawn shops are your friends i tell you what now <laughs> but this this one is my favorite uh yeah i use reverb a lot reverb.com for used uh used gear has been pretty good to me hmm. um i just bought this one though this was not cheap this was more expensive than like all three of these controllers um but the customization of this and then how compact it is uh, i'm super excited about uh they're all totally midi mappable like there's four different banks of stuff that i can assign them to um and right now like this this is where i control all of my effects so at my fingertips i can you know there's my turning my reverb and delay on and off in between my songs like i'm, I'm gonna sing mm -hmm. a song so i turn the reverb and delay on and then once i'm just here talking to chat you want to turn it off so you're not just you know sounded like a big echo echoing. phone yeah and then <laughs> you know and then uh like this this one controls the time of the time of my delay uh you know whether it's like a slap back or if it's uh on every beat or you know once a measure uh, this controls the depth of my delay. This controls the level of my delay. Um, this controls the uh, the size of the room for my reverb. Uh, this controls the level of the reverb, and I can map all of those you know individually. Where it's uh, just a tap, tap, tap. Very easily, yeah. 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 Um, so that's been that's been revelatory. I, I think uh, the biggest hurdle. One of the biggest hurdles for me has been learning MIDI and MIDI control because uh, all of this is is uh, is now MIDI. You know, this is a MIDI instrument. This is a MIDI instrument. MIDI, 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 MIDI. All of it. And what is that by definition? Um, it's it's basically the the uh, electronic language that uh, was designed, and it's actually really old. Like mm -hmm. it, it, as far as tech. Uh, um, as far as like in tech circles, you think about, uh, you know, what are the languages and, and, uh, and programming things that are still being used now, um, it, you know, after like 30 years, cause, uh, I believe MIDI yeah. was developed in like the seventies, I yeah. think uh, first, uh, I think you're so, right. Yeah. So, you know, it's really old and it has not changed much at all. Um, but basically if it works it's, well, it, don't, don't mess with it. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, and it's actually been appropriated for a lot of other uses as well, because at first it was just simply to say, um, okay, how do I represent, uh, this, uh, musical occurrence, um, in digital form? Mm -hmm. So I am pressing C4 at, with this velocity, this hard, and holding it down for this long and then releasing it. And it is digitally the representation of that. There's no actual sound transferred with it. It is just saying, you know, C4 at uh, 110 velocity, uh, you know. It converted uh, it in ones and zeros so a computer exactly. can actually analyze, you know, compute it. And then as a user, I can assign whatever sound I want to to that digital representation i can go through uh different samples different electronic sounds different uh, synthesizers and say okay synthesizer play you know play this note um 
so you get basically they even call it like a piano roll of scrolling electronic data for notes mm-hmm. uh and then you apply uh the uh the information or the sound over it but it midi control then also goes to uh like this is a uh a, a midi instrument as well uh there's 16 channels of midi uh that are transferred uh are transferable and there's uh i could get way deep into it and i would even confuse myself but like uh this is this is cc um a 12 right now and when i press it it sends a signal and says cc 12 uh to zero when it's red mm-hmm. and then when i press it again when it's green it's saying cc uh 12 uh on channel on channel nine 127 which is the maximum value for every midi channel or every midi midi it's like closed or open circuit kind of thing yeah basically yeah so all right folks um one second i'm gonna go ahead and i am going to do our quick little mid break here so we because i'm really fascinated by a lot of the things you're saying right now um so i want to say thank you to all of our listeners and our patreon listeners for your support if you have not yet and would like to please like follow subscribe uh Write us a review, all that fun stuff there. You can also send us an email at ccreatorsguide at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at ccreatorguide. And uh, today we're going to have a little um, clip. It's going to be about two minutes long. It's going to be a little bit of his music. And uh, is there any way you want to tell everybody what that little clip will be about? Yeah, I guess um, <laughs> it, it, it's going to be crazy. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a clip of, uh, of me uh this is uh what we do for our hype trains um anyone who's not familiar with twitch hype train is is just kind of a concentrated uh period of giving and for those periods uh i have a bot that uh we have designed for my channel that collects uh, uh song titles so people just throw song titles out and i play as many of them as i possibly can so this is just a couple uh a couple minutes of the the craziness uh that uh that happens when when hype trains get triggered in my channel uh they're so much fun to watch yeah. uh we will be right back after this message and the short clip from today's talent when i put you on the wolverine of you and well i was Smoking with the boys on the stairs when I heard about the hall up there. She said, oh no, William and Mary won't do. And I did not think the girl could be so cruel. I actually think I could do this. Never going back to my old school. I actually don't even think I need to... uh, I don't even think I'd need to look it up. Like, I, I think we could probably, that's one that we could actually put in the list. I'll tell you what, how about I do that one instead of the one, how about I'll play that? I, uh, I'll play that one instead of the one you requested. That's, this is the one you want. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm a dance, I'm a dance, I'm a dance, I'm a dance, I'm a dance. Oh, 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 I'm a dance, I'm a dance, I'm a No, it sounds funny, but I just can't stand the pain. Girl, I'm leaving you tomorrow. 
always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you just might find. You say so fine. You get what you need. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio, Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, Television, North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe. Come to my window. Crawl inside. Wait by the light of the moon. Come to my window. I'll be home soon. I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa! I'm walking on sunshine. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that clip. Uh, and uh, we're going to move along here. Um, I kind of lost where I was at. I'm going to ask you real quick. Uh, what went through your head when you were um, coming through like a name for your Twitch and how that was going about? You know, how did you end up with the name Juke? <laughs> well, Human Juke 81 was and it still is my handle on uh, on Xbox Live. So it's a gaming and- tag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was defrag def god when I was really young, and uh, for obvious reasons, if you can imagine, uh, that name didn't last long. I changed it as soon as I could, and then uh, <laughs> that was that was what I ended up settling on. It wasn't it wasn't long after I had started uh, doing dueling pianos, and that was my name, and that was just uh, something I used uh, for a long time. I did not expect that you know. 18 years later, I, you know, I, no one knew how long Twitch was going to go. And, (laughs) and you didn't really have a lot of time to think about things anyway. Like I, like I said, it was, it was desperation and, and fear that drove me in the very beginning. I was, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I had family. I had, my daughter was going into college. I was selling my house and moving. So we had all those costs. My wife was uh, been out of work for about eight months and on disability with a, a, a undiagnosed uh, health uh, thing that is still ongoing. Mm. I, there was a lot going on and I was uh, terrified. Yeah, I just couldn't. And you don't have any sort of like, you know, it's way harder to qualify for unemployment as a self uh, employed musician as well as I was doing. I mean, I, I was doing great. I, I really didn't know many doing piano players, you know, who I, I was lucky. I was doing great. And then, uh, it all, it all fell away. So I'm, I'm sorry though. I, I'm, I went on a tangent there about, uh, about that. Uh, Life happens. You were saying, um, what, what was your question though? It was about you coming up with your name, you know. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, so uh, that's what I mean. I, I was terrified, and I, I couldn't, like, you couldn't think about anything. It was just do. So mm-hmm. it was like, uh, human juke eighty one. Sure, I, I, <laughs> I, I know me. Like, that's who I'll be. And then at first, you know, it was people kind of finding me and figuring it out, and you know, no one. 
is going to call you. you no one's going to call you your whole name. Everyone wants to shorten everything. So, so um, you ended up with Juke. Yeah. Some people <laughs> tried Human, but no one seemed to like that as much. Uh, everyone, would be, everyone would be like, Human, what do you – that sounds really weird when I call you Human. I, I'm going to call you Juke. I'm like, yeah, that's I – th- I agree that works better. So. <laughs> Well, and then you you never uh, – so once you figured things out, you never transitioned over to just changing it to Danny K. No. I, I, everyone called me Juke, and that was just – like uh, still everyone does. I, maybe someday, but I think, you know, for me compared to a lot of streamers, I don't play originals. No. I, you, my you career has been all covers, but it's also been like – you know, trying to do all the different styles well, you know, not just saying like, well, I'm just going to do country covers. Like, nope, I do country, I do rap, I do uh, jazz, I do, you know, a little bit of everything. Yeah, um, Americana, that's what I call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked Juke only because I felt like that was representative of of what I do. You're like a human jukebox, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it just... Uh, yeah, that's that's my identity. So, if you know, it, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think? A question that like new content creators or new Twitch people, uh, Twitch people, Twitch musicians fail to ask, like when they're getting started, something that they should have asked when they were beginning that they just seem to fail at doing. Um. Well, I I, I mean, as far as question, I'm not. It depends on. It really did. It, 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 What's amazing about Twitch is that it, even with with it seeming like everything is uh, similar, everyone's approach and, and uh, problems are unique to them. Mm-hmm. And I think that being yourself and doing what you're good at, not, not I'm not saying it's a bad idea to stretch yourself and to try things. Mm-hmm. That's part of the creative process too. But I think you know, as I'm as I'm talking through this, I'm like you know working through your question. I think the thing that people miss is that as an entertainer, you want to do the things that make you special and that make you shine, mm-hmm. and you want to shy away from the things at least. And, and and work on the things that you're not good at and actually be able to be to 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 be objective with yourself i think that's the that's the hardest thing for any entertainer live performer is to like be able to step back from yourself and say okay what is good about this what do i really need to work on but to show yourself in the best light and not try and do all the things that everybody else is doing just because they're everybody that. else is doing that mm-hmm. they're not like most of the time people are going to stick with you because of what makes you you not because you're doing all the things that everybody else is you know i have such a shotgun approach i feel like i'm trying to do everything that everybody's doing at all times um still i know what i'm not good at what I think I'm really bad at, the songs I can't sing, the styles I can't do, and mm-hmm. I avoid those. And I try and, you know, make sure Focus I'm on what you're good at. to yeah. my strength. So I think that's I think that's the thing that anyone that everyone misses. And what yeah, and what what you enjoy. 
like especially with Twitch, like it's about building your niche audience. And that weird thing about you might be the thing that, you know, thousands of people go like, that's me or I enjoy that too. The relatability. Um, yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not about casting necessarily a wide net. It's about, you know, finding what, what you're passionate about and uh, people, people will find, people will find you and connect to you through that stuff. So. Do you have anything special that you would like to promote that's coming up or, you know, like a special event or anything? And uh, how can people reach you? I don't have a special event, um, but I do have uh, things that kind of happen monthly. Uh, I spend a week, uh, a weekend every month in uh, Washington, D.C., uh, playing uh, at a club called Bobby McKee's. It's uh, it's just south of the city. It's a fantastic club. So anyone who's in the D.C. area, um, Danny Kay, you can you can check the schedule there. It's usually the third or fourth weekend every month uh, that I'm up there. Uh, it's a really great show, great venue, great players. Just can't say enough about it. Uh, and I, you know, now that now that things have opened back up, I've been trying to find the balance between these two worlds. Mm. Uh, you know, I was streaming four days a week. Now I'm down to to usually about three and then traveling on the weekends so Bobby McKee's once a month uh once a month usually one of those two last weekends of the month as well I'm live on Twitch with the Risky Biscuit Band uh which there are four piece uh, two guitars drums and bass uh that I kind of help fill out and and sing on uh so I drive to Atlanta and stream with them for uh for three days and then all the rest of the time, uh, I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv slash humanjuke81, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern. Awesome. Awesome. Did you give them your Twitch channel so they know where to look for you there? Yeah, I did. Twitch.tv okay. slash humanjuke81. Just like anybody else, my brain will <laughs> shut off too. Uh, <laughs> my last question for you today is, what key takeaway would you like the listeners to get from your time here on the show? Oh, um. I got a lot of help from other creators like me in this in similar in the similar boat. I found it all over the place from YouTube, from Discord to uh just chatting in in, in different Twitch channels and you know and reaching out that way to a streamer who I saw, you know, similar numbers with uh who I felt, you know, it, it seemed to be going through some of the same things I did and also reaching down and helping out like I've I've spent a lot of time on call with with new streamers who are just swimming and trying to trying to figure out, you know, what's going on just like I was. Uh so and I learned just as much from those talks uh and talking through things and seeing, you know, new perspectives on the same problems as I did when I was first learning, just talk, talk to uh, other content creators, find, find people who uh, are, are similar size, even if it's just you know, once in a while, you know, have a late night conversation with somebody and, and vent and brainstorm, just talk, talk through it because uh, so many of us are going through, you know, similar problems and have had to come up with uh, creative solutions and you never know what someone else is going to say offhandedly that's going to really like just trip the light bulb for you and be like wait a second you know here's how i can attack this problem mm -hmm. uh or or even just feeling like you're not alone because it's amazing how even with a uh, hundred people watching you you, uh, you turn that can, you, you, <laughs> you turn off that camera and uh, yeah you can feel very isolated because there's no one else 
pushing you until you get to a certain level where you can hire a team. Mm. You're very much, you know, running all levels of your business by yourself. And it's a it's a daunting thing. But there's a lot of people out there doing the same thing. Uh, so just uh, yeah, reach out. Reach network. Out. Yeah. Yep. Network. Talk to people. That's what that's one of the main things I do. I'm constantly trying to get in contact with. I mean, that's the premise of my show, really. Yeah. You know, is I'm trying to help other people who are struggling to do better. And that's why I ask those questions that are kind of like some people be like, why did he ask that? Well, that person that's trying to do that is wondering, what is that rack behind him? What is that thing over there? Well, you know, and that's why I was asking the questions because I may know what those things are, but that doesn't mean the person listening right now knows what, what an agent sure. switch is or how a, a MIDI, what, what, what the word MIDI means, you know, yeah. you know, that's why I asked about the meaning of things. And, you know, uh, the, those questions are the things that I try to help other people get. And that's my job. I'm trying to help you, you know, trying to think of those questions that you don't think of. And that's why I have my email and my, you know, Twitter is so that you guys can ask me those questions in those emails. I'm basically trying to create a, a weekly conversation with anybody who's interested in the same subjects like musicians on Twitch or content creators making their own podcasts and things like that. Those questions that they think of in the back of their mind when they're laying in their bed at night just before they go to sleep and there's nobody to ask. Well, yeah. send me an email. I'll ask the question for you, you know, and that's that's why I do what I do. So, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, I love it's to great. help people. So <laughs> help you help me help myself. <laughs> no, it's, it's, fanta it's fantastic. It's it's yeah. needed. It's yeah. needed. All right, folks. Man, I had such a great time with you. Um, I, I love talking to you. That's why I hop in your Discord channel and hang out. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, Jaxus. Thanks for um, asking. All right, folks. That's going to do it for me today. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please be sure to check out my guest's work. And uh, like always, guys, keep creating. Bye-bye. Have a great one. Adios. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. How well do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue, and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.